I've been wondering why the left is so intent on this idea of transgender identity and making everyone uh, at least pretend to believe that, say, a biological man is really a woman. And um, I don't think it has anything to do with, like, courtesy to the person who um, feels that he's a a, you know, a woman trapped in a man's body or something like that. Because the left doesn't really care about the autonomy of the individual. Um, uh, I, the best I can think of is that it's like making people believe that 2 plus 2 equals 5. Uh, if they actually made us believe, um, recognize that 2 plus 2 equals 5, as if it were an objective fact, uh, it would completely mess up the ability to do, um, you know, math, arithmetic. Uh, it would mess up their ability to make money in the world, make machines run. But this is something they can make us do that separates us from, like detaches us from reality, objective reality any idea of objective reality, objective truth. And we have to then pretend that the biological man is really a woman at, at risk of punishment. So it's, it's very much like communism when you um, had to, you know, just say whatever the party told you to say and, um, you know, pretend to believe whatever the party told you to believe. Now, to be fair, Communism's not the only system that's ever had people pretend to believe things that they may not actually believe. You know, a lot of religions have had um, enforced beliefs. Sometimes, you know, if you don't say that you believe, you know, a particular thing with your whole heart, you can end up, you know, you can end up dead. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> um, certainly ostracized or kicked out of the group. Um, hi. So, um, so communism isn't alone in this. It's just, uh, it's the, it, it is one of those systems that enforces um, a belief in something that may not be objectively true. Let's put it that way. Certainly, maybe not be what your powers of reasoning and logic would have led you to. So, um, from detaching us from uh, objective reality, logic, reason, fact, uh, I moved to the uh, related tangent of virtual, um, virtual everything, virtualization of human life. Um, so one of the scariest things I've heard recently was, I think, um, a discussion of how there is an agenda to um, to uh, turn to create virtual uh, existence for us, like have this digital twin, and that would represent us in this virtual world, and um, and then I think there may be an agenda to move us to virtual, um, like a virtual life, meaning much of our life would be. Uh, we would focus on this virtual life while our real physical life would be very drab. It sort of reminds me of that movie, um, Ready Player One, I think, where 
the the poor child was, you know, young man, whatever, he's living in this this stacked up trailer park basically of stacked houses, stacked trailers. And it's um it's a drab existence. But his his real the exciting part of his life is lived in the virtu in virtual reality. And I, I and then the <laughs> like then there's um I sort of feel like that may be where some people want to take us. Uh, it can maybe their their plan to have us live very low low quality uh, quality of life lives, um, making a very small carbon put footprint. Um, but uh, but we'd still have some sort of enjoyment, some sort of meaning through this digital world that they would create that these you know the digital overlords or what have you would create for us and um and they'd probably find a way to make you know make money from it and um you know somehow get something valuable from us but it, at any rate it would keep us occupied uh, distracted from our physical reality which might be very drab um which would be very drab i think that is where they want us to go. The, 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 our, our overlords are the, the control freaks who like to think that they run the world. Um, I think they do want, um, I think they'd like to have fewer people and it's possible that vaccinations are a, um, vaccinations and particularly the requirement to have whatever vaccinations they want us to have, um, you know, that, that would be part of that plan to reduce population, reduce fertility, what have you. But I think, you know, if they, you know, whatever people they allow to still live that aren't actively working for them, making their lives, you know, better, like, you know, making their breakfast, making their bed, <laughs> you, know, um, you know, running the, the, the restaurants they might want to go to, uh, you know, taking care of the grounds, the golf courses that they'll have, piloting the, the private jets they will certainly still have when they've stopped us from taking commercial airliners. They will still have private jets and they'll be going around from, you know, this game preserve to that game preserve to this UNESCO site to this, you know, great, um, you know, grand tour site in Europe. And they won't be crowded with us regular people because it'll be just the really, 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 really rich traveling around to the, the great sites of the world. And there'll be just enough of those cities to make them interesting, you know, enough people still living there, running restaurants and things to, to, to make it interesting for the super rich and the people who work for them, keep their, keep their, their little, um, their smaller, <laughs> carbon footprint world running. Um, yeah, I, I would suggest finding the, uh, the comic graphic novel, Lazarus. It's just amazing about this, the idea that you'd have these few families that run everything. It's kind of like they're feudal lords. And, um, and then there are people who work for them and they're the serfs and there's, um, and then the rest of us, the rest of the people who are left alive are called waste. And they kind of treat them, I don't know, like uh, they, they, they might hand, they might give out rations of food or something. They might allow some of them to live, but they, they don't really care about them. If the world is not theirs, <laughs> let's put it that way. Yeah, um, 
So, um, yeah, so this idea of virtualizing our existence, getting us used to living in a virtualized existence where a lot of our meaning is found online, I, I think that's, um, that is a real possible agenda by some people. Now, yeah, I have several problems with this. You know, as we become more, um, as our lives become more run by the data held online about us, um, how do you um, how do you get something corrected? I mean, I took one of my kids to an urgent care once, and I think I signed them in with the wrong social security number or name or something. So now, you know, if that wasn't, I don't think that was one of those important like childhood diseases. So I don't think that like. Um, yeah, there's going to be a record that someone had, um, the, the wrong child had swine flu, let's say. But no, it didn't happen that time, you know, um, but like it was something, you know, and that'll always be wrong because it'd be almost impossible to correct that now. And I'm thinking, um, let's just say something got wrong about your, let's say your, your income records are messed up. Like we see it even now. Uh, IRS, uh, like accountants, CPAs, tax preparers, they pay people to hold their place in line, you know, for telephone calls to the IRS because it takes so long to get through. And I foresee that this could, we see this with a lot of online things now. Like it's, they want you to do everything online and to actually get to a human being is really difficult. They don't want to spend the money for the human beings. They want everything to be like machine to machine, machine to machine, um, where they're not paying for anyone to interpret voices, to sit, sit there listening to someone, interpret what they have to say, enter something into a computer. They want people to do that themselves. It's just like eventually we probably will not have checkout people at the stores. There'll be like maybe one for the old timers. And, um, you know, who knows, they may charge extra then. Like maybe you don't get the... The bonus card savings <laughs> uh, if you use the the um, the services of a checkout person that I could see that you know what they do is they get us used to things and then they take away the alternative or make it very expensive like we used to actually get our gasoline um, you know pumped for us and there'd be somebody who would check the oil you know check the the levels of um, you know maybe um, fill up the, uh, you know, add some, some, uh, some stuff for cleaning your windshield, you know, windshield wiper fluid. Um, you know, now almost, you know, very rarely do you see that. I think, you know, there may be certain States that require, uh, that a, um, an employee of the place fill up a tank, but it's very rare now. And we've all gotten used to that lower level of service. Well, that's what they want. Same way with, um, with airlines. Uh, we've gotten used to a much lower level of service and, and to travel now by commercial aircraft is, I, I'm just old enough. I'm just old enough to feel like it's, it's, um, it's demoralizing. It's insulting how we're treated, um, you know, from having to take off our shoes and all that. I'd rather take my chance with the, uh, with the shoe bomber. Sorry. <laughs> I, um. And I know that's that, you know, maybe that's a lot of people wouldn't agree with that, but that's just ridiculous what we've allowed to have happen. We've lost so much of our dignity. Um, so anyway, um, 
I think we're being pushed. At least there's one big agenda to push our lives more into being in this, living in this digital reality. And um, I don't like where it's going and I don't want to wake up and find that we're there someday. <laughs> I know probably won't completely get there in my lifetime, but I don't know if I really want my children living in a video game their whole life, you know, as their body turns to rot. Or even worse, they're forced to like be on a treadmill while they're on, you know, playing their video game life. <laughs> that's that's maybe even worse. And that fits in with like the um you know all the old agenda twenty thirty or whatever they call it stuff. Um I think Glenn Beck wrote a scary book about that kind of thing. People having to spend so much time on a exercise bike generating electricity <laughs> uh, to kind of pay their way in life. And then I've seen something, maybe it was a Black Mirror episode along the same lines. I mean, these things, these, these dystopian futures, they're not just crazy dreams of what some, you know, fiction writer thinks might be interesting and scary. They really are what some people want for us. And it doesn't mean they want it for them. They're going to live an old-fashioned life to some extent. They're going to have real people around serving them. They're going to walk on, you know, walk in nice parks. They're going to um, walk, it, it walk, you know, so like I said, through golf courses, whatever. Um, yeah, they're going to be on boats. They're going to be on private jets. They're going to be walking through the Vatican Museum. And they won't have crowds of people around and and you know they'll love it because they can go and look at the great works of art without having to like um you know um try to peer over thousands of, it seems like thousands of um tourists from all over the world very often china nowadays i mean you can't get close to a michael a work of um leonardo da vinci uh, there will be tons of people from china taking pictures of it <laughs> if, <laughs> uh, and that's probably what a lot of these globalist elites see too. They, you know, it's, it's, um, because it was bad enough when the Americans were running around crowding up places. Now they have Chinese doing the same and they just want it to be them and a few other elite people that they feel comfortable with. <laughs> anyway, so to, in some ways I feel like they want to take us to a sort of neo-feudalism, I think is what it's called. Um, and, uh, you know, it'll be a few people who get to have fun lives and um, and the rest of us are kind of shunted off into this, you know, into this place where we're kept distracted. They just keep us distracted with something so we can't think too much about our existence. We're not going to change much. Uh, anyway, I don't feel like I should go on when I don't think I have that much fresh to say. So that'll be it for this one. Goodbye.